Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. Of course, as you've seen, that was a video of uh, police brutality and that happened to be uh, Danish police, but it's something that definitely goes on more than just, you know, around the Danish police type area. This is something that we're dealing with kind of nationwide, actually a lot very recently with, you know, a lot of the things recently going on in the news between police brutality and police cowardness. And, you know, it's just something that I feel is you know, important to bring up personally that the whole good cop, bad cop question can be disposed of, you know, much more easier than you think of. Like, you know, cop, we only need to consider the following. A cop's job is to enforce the laws. Many of the cops are, you know, manifestly unjust and some are even just cruel and wicked. So therefore, at the end of the day, every cop has agreed to act as an enforcer of laws that are manifest that are manifestly unjust and even cruel wicked so at the end of the day no there are no good cops and i don't think people really understand that they hear all cops are bad and just start freaking out and so i figured we'd sit here today and kind of talk about some of the situations and you know how how i think you're better off protecting yourself than you are waiting for someone with a notepad to show up and shoot your dog and possibly you at the end of the day so of course i've got ox and uh Bandit joining me with me for this conversation. So, how you guys doing today? Not bad. Not bad. Doing okay, man. Doing all right. Not so, only show uh, up with a notebook, but show up an hour late. Right. <laughs> right. Um, I, I, I've got a question and kind of might help lead us this rabbit hole, so to speak. What is a cop? I think, personally, my definition of a, of a police officer is a state-funded uh, coon, you know? It's someone who's going to enforce the state's laws. To, and they're going to enforce always... the law of the land, whether or not they agree with it or not, because their job is, and let's not, let's not misconstrue anything here, 99.9% .9 of the time, they agree with the law of the land anyhow that they're enforcing, you know? Well, 99% of the time, they have a I wife and kids at home. doing my job. Yep, I was about to say, yep. they have yep. a wife and kids at home, and they're, they're worried about protecting their wife and kids and could give a care less whether or not, you know, you're truly protected. I mean, you And we've right. already seen that. We've we seen have. that numerous times. We so, have, especially this past week, you know. In I'm Texas. Sure. 
I know it's a it's a hot button subject is that stuff that went on in Texas. And, you know, as as we kind of consider ourselves journalists, we've been diving deep into this all week long. And the bottom line <clears> there is those cops were cowards like you. you, yep, for, you to, for you to stand outside and let children die like I, I, I hope those parents drag you. I really do. It really makes me sick. So so our answer to that question, what is a cop is basically a state funded goon, right? That, yep. that may ha- may or may not have their own opinions on whatever laws they're enforcing, but they're just doing their job. So the Nuremberg laws don't apply to them clearly. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a bit ridiculous. To put it, I mean, what is a cop to answer your turn to answer your question now? A cop is nothing more than the enforcement branch of who is ever in control of the country. Right. So a state, a state funded goon. They're state funded enforcers. That's all they are. They don't police. They don't protect. They don't serve anybody but themselves. So then that leads us to question number two, right? What is a cop? And then what do they do? We just answered that question as well. Yep. How do they do it? And that's where we fall into a lot of what, what the subject matter of this episode, I think, is going to be. Right, Jimmy? <clears throat> sure. Yep. Sure. I mean, like, like let's, look, let's look for an example. Like one, one thing that I like to point out to people that, you know, they don't realize this is that – let me show you the stats right here for the, those of us that are watching. This is from 20, 2017 to 2022, and this is people – that have been killed by police and look at look at where we are so far like we're already up to 358 this year alone and these are mm-hmm. people that are murdered by police and you know a lot of people are like oh well you don't know the situation no the situation is is that a police officer is not judge jury and executioner it is not up to them whether or not they're shooting somebody on the side of the road and putting an end to their life like their job is to and it's not even really their job, but their job is to stop the situation and apprehend the person so that they can actually, you know, go through the proceedings of law. But from my perspective, I have seen where cops automatically assume you as guilty before, you know, even charged and treat you as a low life individual just for existing. I mean, look at, look at things like a, you know, pulling you over for a headlight. And then the next thing, you know, you're out on the side of the road with eight officers surrounding you and they're pulling everything out of your car, which of course is unjust to begin with, but that's a whole nother subject, I guess. It's, 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 it's just shameful to me that, you know, people that are, People that are supposedly here to, you know, protect us, which I mean, of course, there's laws that have already stated that they they're not actually here to protect us. But that's what people believe they're here for is to protect us. And it it really isn't that I don't believe. Oh, they in no way, shape or form are they here to protect you anymore. Never. Uh, That's not what police were. Yep. They will go out of their way to avoid any reason to protect you from anything. To put their, they won't put their lives on the line for you. That's been shown numerous times, numerous times. And before, um, and before Texas, it was uh, Florida. The school, there was a school, sh- the school shooting in Florida. What was where it? Parkland, the, Parkland, right? I think I believe it was. Somebody's gonna have to look it up. Uh, but yeah, uh, where the shooting? sheriff's deputy hid outside behind his car. Yep. While kids That's were hard. killed. Yeah, and not only that, but he got his job back with back pay. 
Now, I do have to interject something here. Um, I am a survivor of a mass shooting, and I have to say, uh, there was an officer who gave his life to save a lot of lives that night. Very courageous man, and from all accounts, just a good guy, uh, prominent member of the community. But I would like to indicate in what we're just seeing right now, and, and, and it's really irrefutable, that man was the outlier, not the standard. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, he went above and beyond because of his own personal beliefs, you know? Yeah. I mean, all we were discussing this just a little bit ago, and, you know, all of our parents have told us stories about when they were kids, you know, the local officers, if, if you got drunk and got into a fight at the bar that night, the local officers would would handcuff you, maybe put you in the drunk tank, but at the end of the day, they brought you back to your house and was like, you know, we're, we know you're, we're used to this with you. You go have a good night. We're not about to ruin your life because you had a good time tonight and got a little rowdy. And that's not how it works anymore. Right. As long as you didn't kill anybody, you were pretty much good to go. You know, I mean, you broke some of those, whatever, they're going to probably break. Man, bro, bros get drunk and throw a few hands every now and then. That's mm-hmm. just something that happens in life. We're men. Like, well, I, I can't. I, I can honestly say I've even been a part of it, a situation where me and a homie got a little too drunk and out in the field throwing a few hands. But I was younger and, you know, it's, things like that happen. And I'm glad we didn't get caught, I guess, because Lord knows if somebody had called the cops on us, one of us would have probably ended up with a bullet in the back of our head. Yep. You know, That's I worked as a bouncer. Worked as a bouncer for a while. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. That's ahead. the sad truth of it right now. I mean – if you call the cops on a welfare check for somebody, chances are they're going to end up dead because you called just for a welfare check because you were worried about that person. You called the cops and they sh- the cops will show up and kill them. That has happened. That happened twice in Texas right in, within a week. I, I, I know, I know a guy that, you know, that had a whole welfare check thing happen and, cops shot his bed because they claimed that a weapon discharged on accident inside their house. And I'm just like, yeah, what? Like, why did you even have your weapon out if you were just doing a welfare check, bud? Yeah. They will, they will shoot you. They will shoot you for anything visible of a weapon or your dog. Yeah. Or, well, they won't even so much as get written up by a supervisor for killing your dog for any reason. Bullshit, man. I, as somebody Um, who's delivered pizzas and bit bit by people's dogs, like, shit happens bro like explain to me all of those ups drivers uh post office or the guys. fedex drivers that yeah. are viciously mauled every day by every day. dogs how it's many so mailmen need it to bring their gun with or meter readers garbage men even it, does, it doesn't that. happen you got garbage happen. men every day you know there's dogs waiting for garbage men like that's oh, oh yeah, yeah. I, worked as, I worked as a bouncer for a long time and I made a point not to actually dial 911 unless it was for normally emergency services regarding medical attention. You know, sure. everything exactly. else can be handled. You know, look, at, at the time I was around 300 pounds and I wasn't the only guy on staff that was about that size. You can break up a fight without having to kill anybody. And yep. it just gets more complicated when you bring someone in who may or may not be in an adrenaline junkie. Right. And they they are 100 percent armed. There's no disputing that. They're coming armed, and they're coming armed probably a lot heavier than a couple of drunk guys that are just throwing fists at each other. And they're going to kill somebody, tase somebody, beat somebody, handcuff them, and more than likely injure them 
unnecessarily that's, than if you hadn't called them in the first place. Right. And so there was the truth, point, you know, that's the truth yeah. right no, there. It yeah. is. The, just, just the other day, just the other day, there was the cops got called because there was apparently some guy riding a bike and had a gun. And in a case of mistaken identity, a guy filling up his bike at a gas station, a cop tackled him. And then the other cop thought it would be a good idea near open gas to tase this guy. Are you kidding me? And, and set him on fire. And it set him and an officer on fire. And the guy ended up being the wrong guy they were looking for and is now laid up in a hospital having to have skin grafts because he's got third degree burns all over his body because these assholes were, got the wrong guy. Well, when does it stop? When do people start, you know, demanding something to be done about this? And we have to stop. We have to stop thinking that they're, oh, well, they they got that drug dealer off the road, you know, with his with his half ounce of pot from riding down the road. He's a hero. Fuck that. Well, and, and it's a it's a terrifying thing, man. I mean, I remember being a little kid. My dad's always ridden motorcycles, right? He went out for a ride and. He started getting followed by a police helicopter along with cars, right? They had a suspect that, you know, committed some sort of crime, whether it was a bank robbery or whatever, that was riding away on a motorcycle that matched a similar description to how my dad looked. And so he was out for a while. We had no idea. You know, this was not the pre-cell phone era, but, you know, cell phones, obviously you can't call when you're being detained and all that kind of stuff. And they had him laid out on the pavement for, he said, what felt like an hour while they, you know, made sure that he didn't have any weapons in his tank bag or what, you know, and just in mistaken identity. And I thought when I was a little kid, thank God my dad made it home. Thank God they didn't just shoot him in the back. I was, I was on, uh, I left my best friend's house one night and was on the way home just after just hanging out, not even, not even partying or nothing like that. I was helping him work on his vehicle and my belt snapped and it caused my old pickup truck to pull up. You know, I had to pull over on the side of the road. So we're, we're at a closed gas station underneath a pump where the lights happen to be on me and him ran up the road to, you know, a nearby place to get a belt thrown back on there. And I come back we're underneath the we're underneath the hood of this truck working. I don't, you know, it's probably eleven o'clock at night, but we're working underneath the hood of this truck. Next thing I know, there's eight cops in the parking lot with us, and they're over there like, "You fit the description of such and such." I'm like, "Bro, I'm not even from this county. Like, I'm over here visiting. Like, and as you can see, we're working on my truck. Do you think if I was hiding from the law, I'd be on the side of the road working from my truck?" And like, and like, he kept trying to get smart with me and everything like that. I'm like, dude, I'm not the guy you're looking for, and I'll even show you I'm not. So I show, I ended up showing him my ID, and he's like, oh, you, you aren't. And I was like, yeah. So why don't you and your buddies go on unless you plan on helping me fix the truck? <laughs> you know, like, and they, they <laughs> all the whole bit through. <laughs> so they, they all, you know, they finally ended up going on. But I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't. Well, I don't, you're still lucky you got away like that because sure, nine sure. times out of ten now. They have such fragile egos that if you insult them, they're going to make your life hell on the spot. I mean, like the one I told you about uh, the other week that he was trying to quote Penn versus Mims to me. Right, right. And and because I told him he was wrong, he drug me out of the car. And I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, y'all want to show your ass and be idiots, go right ahead. Like, because there ain't nothing here that's, you know, wrong or going on. You don't even have it. They didn't even have anything to write a ticket on to me with. Like at yeah. the end of the day, they were just like, oh, well, you can go on. I was just like, 
totally a case of profiling because I I fit some kind of description. I don't know what it is, bro. And then I have been tell you what, harassed by say what description you match. It 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 comes down to like um these these things are going to keep happening like what just happened in Texas. Uh, it, it's just going to keep happening until people wake up to the realization that um you know these modern day jackboots uh, are not there to help you and they're not there for the betterment of society no you they're, know? they're they're there they're to not. protect people in power <clears throat> yeah that's, that's all it. they are is the enforcement the enforcement arm of the people in charge that's it because first of all you might get a lot of guys who are just there to collect a paycheck too they might not even care about enforcing sure. whatever there because no, it's think about out. it Think about it, mm -hmm. okay? The sheriff, the, the sheriff is an elected individual. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And these deputies that you have running around and these police officers that you have running around are literally guys that <clears> you <throat> fill out an application like they're working at a Wendy's to mm -hmm. go get this job there. And and, and how I many weeks of training do they go through? Two at weeks. the max. Weeks. Uh, it's something like twenty. It's something. It's something like twenty weeks. My little brother did two weeks of 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 like training with them before he was put in a car to do in the field training wow and wow. i i honestly don't wrong, tell you only, i don't know what it is don't it get very wrong. he went to college he went to college for criminal justice he's a he is now a uh a cold case detective he is a cop that i think has a job that's actually nationwide important. it's something like 20 weeks but if you look at worldwide yeah police training is in the years yes you, have a college degree and the vetting process is so much more extreme um oh no it's fine it's fantastic hello brother i'm glad you decided i'm glad you decided to join us oh fantastic this is uh this is bandit ox ox bandit i, I believe you've met brother davis before yes. he was yes. he originally yes. had planned on joining us and now you're right in the heat of the conversation so i'm glad you I could apologize join us. for jumping in so late brother okay. i thought you were on activemores.com and i it's jumped on there at the powwow it's okay. and i'm like he's not here it's okay. and i got off the air he came here it's okay it's fantastic we're here just discussing um you know police and their on um, their unjust causes and stuff i'm actually glad you showed up because you have a great story to go right along with this if you don't mind sharing with us Let's hear it, man. Let's hear it. All right. So, first and foremost, let me show you. Let me show you these uh these little instruments that are attempting to be utilized against me. So, and for those who aren't familiar, uh, uh brother brother Davis here, Davis L here is a um sovereign citizen. Like no, he has his nationality. No, 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 no. For, for people that don't understand it. I, mean, I, I, I understand it more in depth, but I'm saying I'm a free like, national citizen. Yes. But I'm saying for people who don't understand it, it's a, like on a I simpler understand. level. I, I, okay. So I, I do not consent to go into that jurisdiction, but if that's what you desire to label it, by all means, that's fine. Sure. But for the record, I'm not a sovereign citizen. I'm a sovereign national, free national citizen. And it's not the same. It's not the same, but the application, the understanding, it, it works for free nationals. Yes. <clears throat> you can't be a sovereign, meaning free, right? Yeah. And be a citizen, which is of, a subject. Of course, of course. No, I I know. I'm, I'm just trying to make it simpler okay. for the people right. out there right. who no aren't problem. in depth into it yet. No problem. 
because there's a lot of people that do, you know, call it that. And then once they learn more about it, they've got, you know, a better grasp on it like you yeah. do, sir. So, but anyway, but you, just, you just had a run-in actually dealing with them. Oh, yeah. So, uh, on the 25th, I was traveling about with my private plates on my Mercedes-Benz. You know, uh, I had uh, a patrolman uh, pull up behind me, uh, accost me on the roads, whatnot. Uh, had my, my, my conveyance uh, uh, towed and whatnot, impounded, whatever. Um, and then again yesterday, I had the same issue. Uh, but yesterday, the issue worked out a little better uh, because I wasn't I wasn't parked uh, in the middle of the street, you know, uh, 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 holding up track, whatnot. So the issue is that uh, these patrolmen, these policy enforcers who are not officers, right? Um, policy enforcers. Right. Exactly. Right. So an officer is elected or appointed. I was just saying this. We were just talking about that, man. You know, so if they, if, if somebody applies to Walmart, that doesn't make them, a, you know, an officer. If right. you apply, apply to a department, a private security, for-profit, you know, security office department, that doesn't make you an officer of, of anyone outside of that fucking department. Right? So the issue is he was attempting to uh, convert my private jurisdiction or my private common law jurisdiction into his corporate public bullshit jurisdiction, right? And I'm not, for the record, right? I was born Brandon Davis. Uh, obviously, the last name Davis is both Roman and Christian, of which I have no issues with, right? But I am apparently neither, right? My fans tells you that I am a Muslim. Anywho. Um, so they're attempting to utilize Brandon Davis, which is an estate name, which is a corporate name, which is what's called a corporate fiction, right? Yeah. A legal person. They're trying, they're attempting to place me as this assumed identity. Now I've gone on record. I've sent notices, judicial notices. Uh, name changing correction notices to the provost marshal, uh, to Trump when he was in office, to uh, the United Nations in Geneva and in New York, uh, and a couple, you know, couple of local yeah, municipal. Because you, you've been through like the whole process. Like I, I know for a fact well, you have. Like you wanted well, to make yeah. sure you had your national national sovereignty. Like that right. was something you, so, you know, you're passionate about. <clears throat> so about about yesterday, right? The guy comes, he stops me because he's seen my plates. He comes to my car, you know, and he's like license, registration, proof of insurance. I asked him for the same, he looked at me crazy. You know, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, if you out here doing business, you gotta have that shit too. The, the, right? Yeah, I mean, policing policing the police, and, you know, that's, you know, that's something right. that actually, that's right. something to act, that I actually believe in because, you know, they do have, there is a group of, you know, and, I, and I'm sorry to, bounce off but we will totally keep on with it but there is a group of actual laws that you can look up yourself um uh i, I recommend if you go you go to the uh, what is it the cornell law school this is free information out there for everybody in the public and i'll totally have it out there for people to have 
but these are U.S. code. This is U.S. Code Title 18, and these this set of laws right here, this set of codes, codes are actually yeah. codes for not only elected officials but people that work for these policy officials, like like police or like Fourteenth Amendment stuff. citizens are bound by that shit too. And sure, and but these are these are these are codes that are. Um, that that you should actually hold police up to when you if you actually read into these codes and stuff like this pol a police officer is not allowed to pull you over for pull you over and ticket you for an out headlight they they can they can make you you know make notice of the out headlight to you to for you to go and you know do something about it and to be to be possibly fined or whatever in a later date blah 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 I'm not going to get that depth into it but again these policies state that these are things they're not supposed to do and these are these are things that we should try and enforce out there because they need to be held to a certain certain level too and what we were talking about before you joined in to talk with us is how it is you know how they use a lot of brutality and you know over force and that the that they're not the policy enforcers that they are supposed to be in this they enforce they enforce the corporate policy of their respective cities, boroughs, yes. whatever subsidiaries. Yes. Right. So yes. yes, you know, I was I had yesterday, uh, you know, I was doing my, you know, I was collecting their names and stuff like that sure. and whatnot. Um, and I had to call in because when I was accosted the other day, uh, a female officer attempted to break in, you know, uh, pull me. She was going to open my my guest slash passenger side door and pull me out because I told the officer, I'd asked the officer, are you asking me to get out or are you telling me? Right. So she didn't see me. She didn't see that I was recording. Once she noticed I was recording and I'd actually got out the car because I didn't wish for my car to be busted up. I wasn't trying to cause the scene. Now she doesn't want to show herself. And when I was gathering that information, you know, she did, she gave me her badge number and told me I had to call her. I had to call her, uh, her chief of police to get that information. So I, I did that. And the chief of police, um, he was very distraught. You know, I'm like, hey, listen, you know, I'm Brandon Davis L. I had an altercation out there on the road the other day. One of your officers was a part of it. You know, I asked her for her name and her badge number. She gave me a badge number and told me that you're the person that I need to come to and that you would give me this information. I told him it's all recorded. And I hear him ask her, why didn't you give him your name? And she goes, because he was recording on Facebook, right? All right. So now I know she's present, right? And so, you know, he's trying to ask me, what do I need these for? And I'm like, I need this information um, because I am going to file a, a counterclaim. You know, he's like, oh, well, I can't give you that. You know, you might do something, what did he say, uh, uh, fraudulent. Like, like, all right. So he denied me access sure. to you know the name of that individual sure so the process that i'm doing right now is i'm writing up a notice of full opportunity to cure and i'm sending this to the mayor and i am requiring of the mayor to issue to me uh the insure uh, the personal liability insurance policy numbers for said officer and 
and these are and these are all like you know and again this is why i had originally talked about you coming over and joining us because you you know you actually know a lot i guess about policing the police um and you're not and you're not just doing it as like one of those people online doing the first amendment audit and stuff you actually you know the laws and stuff and the ins and outs of it and stuff like that and you know I, i i applaud that because you are showing that there is steps to do it but you know let's 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 trickle back off a little bit and head back to um you know what we were you know what we were already kind of divulging into bandit you were you were in the process of talking about you know like the the shameful things of how the police are going on right now and whatnot i mean what can i say i you know it's it's becoming more and more evident. I mean, it, it's social media, like I say for, like I've been saying for the longest time, man, social media is the sharpest double-edged sword that, that's out there right now. Sure. Um, it's like it's becoming more and more evident to people. I mean, more, it, there's no excuse. When we say that the police are not there to protect you, serve you or you know benefit you in any way benefit society in any way it's it's you can almost 100 percent pick up this this little thing you carry with you every single day and go look up the numerous videos and accounts and news articles of police uh brutalizing citizens and harassing them lying everything there's no excuse for you to look at police and go they're they're there to protect us. There's no excuse. Nobody ever made a song called "Fuck the Fire Department." We already said that. <laughs> we talked I, about I that. I already earlier. mentioned yeah, that, man. Nobody ever made a rap song. Yeah, yeah. No, mean, nobody ever made and, a rap and, song and that said "Fuck the Fire Department." And you're and you're and you know you're not you're not wrong. Like it's 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 gotten to the point of you know ridiculousness to the that I am actually seeing more people. Hey, you know they're they're kind of starting to I guess you would say turn on the the, the thin blue line game. Oh, they are one hundred percent. They're starting to turn on them because people are seeing that they're you know that they're not doing anything. And you mentioned you know recording them, and I guess I can't stress enough. You have that little magic box in your hand. If you find yourself pulled over, I I'm telling you right now, you need to hit that record button. Yep, like, always. Like because I would like to interject and add. It is it is your only your only. They method. are less. They are less likely to act brutally. If you're recording. They're less likely to act unjustly when you're recording because now that you're recording, you can show where the liability dwells. Should there be called, you know, harm and whatnot. And and I promise you that if my cameras weren't rolling, it would have been both incidents, I'd have had a hard time. Sure. No, very hard time. I believe that because, you know, if you can not only record, but I can't stress enough to keep a calm demeanor and, you know, keep your keep keep how you're speaking professional, because as long as you've got that proof right there in your hand, the minute that they get out of line, the minute that they say something that is, you know, Mm -hmm. wrong or a lie or something like that, you've got it right there for your personal you know, your personal benefit because they will. That's the thing. Like he's saying, if you're not recording. are taught. They are trained to escalate a situation. They are trained to do that. And so when you act calm, right, you're not showing any cause of alarm. 
right? No, no sudden moves. It's like, you know, when I deal with them, I deal with them like a dog. No sudden moves. Right. You know what I mean? And um, you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have to, though. Like, it's well, you should not have to act their, like this. Their man. job, their actual job is to raise revenue. That's their yeah, purpose. They're revenue generators. Yeah. That's all they I, are, man. They That's why they're called. The person. They do not, they protect the corporation. They are private for-profit security guard. Yeah. In a, in a sense, not, exactly it. Not constitutional law. They don't have any law. They do not deal with common or constitutional law. And as the only right. constitution they deal with is the constitution of their municipality. Sure. Sure. And I had to explain to the officer, you're telling me that, you know, in the state of whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop, in the city of whoop de whoop de whoop like show me, provide the evidence that I'm even a fucking member of that society that you're talking about. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Show in, me in, that. In, in, in your case, you've got that, you know, that definitely going on. And that's and again, I think that's great. I, stuff, talk, so. I did. I did talk reckless to the officer after everything was done, though. Yeah. You know, but I did. And still, I, I did it intelligently. Right. Camera still recording. Right. He was trying to issue an order to me. He told me, "You cannot move your car, right? And I'm gonna give you one day to go to PennDOT and get this." So I'm like, "So you're telling me that I have to convert my private property into the public so that you can have jurisdiction?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "No, nah. <laughs> you know, because we." For all of you who are going to listen to this, Carl Lentz, K-A-R-L-L-E-N-T-Z. This is one of the individuals who laid my foundation to be able to express law as man on land to these pirates. Sure. I mean, and, and I think that's a, you know, you, learning about this law. And of course, like I'm going to share that code and stuff like that too. Like that. And I'll, and I'll share him is, is, is kind of one of your only tools in reality to have against them. I mean, and again, you know, like, like you've made mention and like we mentioned before, they're trying to escalate the situation. I brought up a graph just before you had joined us about police deaths, you know, police killing people and making mention about how, you know, it's just, it's, it's not, it's, you know. Does everybody the, uh, understand why when the police kill these people that the police get off? I can explain. Oh, I mean, it, it has to do with like, you know, police unions. and It and, has to do with the people's status, standing or condition in society. Okay. As a U.S. citizen, right, sure. a card carrying federal servant employee of the so-called U.S. government, you are classified as a dead person. Yeah, I mean, a dead to, person to, to an extent. has no rights. When you go to court, they issue you an attorney because you can't speak. You're dead in law. Yeah, well, so yeah, I mean... What they're doing is they're... That's what, that's what allows them to kill these people because these people have no standing. They're, 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 they're most likely is someone dark skin or darker skin, but this applies to all yeah, sure. US citizens. They are able to kill you because 
in law, you're not recognized. You're considered an enemy of the state as a U.S. 14th Amendment card-carrying citizen. If you will allow me to briefly, if you allow me to briefly, just of laws, but again, I'm not, I'm, not tr- I'm not trying to make the, the episode about like that. Oh, okay, 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 okay. This, okay, this okay. is more about the police brutality and stuff like okay, that. Like, we're okay. talking about, you know, we're, we're, we're getting more into how the, uh, you know, the police are doing the unjust things. And, and like, I don't know, I'm trying to bring awareness. I, I, I do encourage people to look into the things that Brother Davis L here is talking about because there is, there is truths to it and there is ways to get to your sovereign nationality or whatever so that you can get so that you can fight back through the color of law because they they do hide behind they do hide behind the color of law and not only not only things you're talking about down there but we have things like police unions in place which i'm i am for completely the abolishment of like are we aware they're just as bad as teachers unions as people as we the people we have the right as well to peaceably organize. Yes. You know, and set up our own institutions with our own constitutions the sure. same way that these other orders were allowed to set up our order. You know, the people should really learn civics. Absolutely. When you, no. when you learn civics, you'll learn where your place is. You'll learn where any so-called government officials place is right right because yeah i mean civic civics is something that isn't isn't they'll taught beat your ass he'll beat your ass if you don't know where you stand True. <laughs> and these and these and like the and like there's these police unions you know of course all you know spread across the country i don't i don't think there is a municipality that doesn't have a union they were all encouraged to unionize there's a reason for that because it Y'all keeps the, the fraternal it keeps order the, it keeps the bad officers in. I mean, that's all they, but that's what they want though. They, they look There's for no nothing. Thing but a good police officer. They only look for order followers. That is, that is, that is it. If you can't follow orders, you're not going to be a police officer. I'm in the smart unions, enough to follow an order, not smart enough to ask why. That, go, that's go that's on, what man, they're looking uh, for. Go, go, go on, man. Let's, let's let him, I want to hear what he's got because, to say. I mean, it's it, when you look at all unions, um, even even like unions for like um, God, I don't I don't want to trash talk anybody else. I don't. So unions will unfortunately keep bad employees in place. Yes. All right, because they can use those unions. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's, it's extra bureaucracy inside. Yeah, of- that's all it is. If it wasn't for the if it wasn't for police unions, um, I mean, yeah, the, the the bad officers would still be there, but not in the abundance we have now. I mean, not in the abundance we have now. Right. Well, and 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 and, and as he was as he was making mention of, I've I've heard many many stories where there were people that were that were refused to hire because their IQ was too high. Because their IQ was too high. Because you know he's right. They don't want. You know, people that are smart enough to question the situation, you know. No, man, they want you to range. do, they want you to follow, they want you to follow an order. Go, I mean, go if. Ahead, I heard you. Sorry. But, I, I thought you were about to say something. <laughs> I was just clearing my throat. Sorry. But, but you know what? Yeah. Unions are in place because it makes that the, the structure of the entire process 
much harder to navigate for the everyman. You know, they put those unions in place so that some people are untouchable. Some people mm -hmm. really are uh, not subject to the same uh, laws, principles, or even morals as a lot of other people. Yeah, you look at you look at some of these police unions bylaws and actually start looking into them. That's you know that's something I've taken a little bit of time to do. And just like he was mentioning, like they they do have these protected by the you know color of law type stuff. It's and in fact it is the stuff that brother brother El, Davis Hell was talking about here. Like they there's you know you're you're viewed outside of this their policy different than you know the policy that they have and so that they have these unions that you can you can murder someone on the side of the road and a week later you're back in or two or three weeks later after your paid vacation you're back in the same you know patrol car doing what you were doing to be you know to begin with and it's 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 a terrible thing because not, gang, not only man. are they proving that's all, that, exactly it, man. It's the thin blue line gang. Not only are they proving right. that it's a gang, but then they turn around and like this thing that happened down there in Texas the other day. And they're all, you know, they're cowards. I think that proved to me more than anything, how cowardly they truly are. You had them well, it's going to wake outside. up. It, it already has woken up a lot of people nationwide to the cowardice of police. It has. Funny. You've got little old ladies in the comment section on Twitter calling for these cops to be crucified, man. Really, <laughs> no, no joke, man. They, they want these people. They want heads on a stick. Good. And I say good to it's them. Great. Because, you know, these... it, means, it means the awareness of the people is raising. But Which see, it took, it, very took good. The, it took the killing of young children for that to happen. Which is, it did. Which is terrible. It's Which a tragedy. It's absolutely terrible, man. It is horrible. terrible for those of us that have children. That is a terrible thing. And for the simple fact that they stopped parents from going into the building to rescue their children that were being slaughtered. That uh, is something that is absolutely 100% unforgivable. As, they can't, they cannot forever. They cannot ever be forgiven. For as, that. as, as someone that is a father too. And I'm, and so, you know, I, I know you can agree, brother, Brother Davis L, because I know you have children as well. Like, they're, they're, man, like, you would have to stop me. I, me and Bandit have talked about this. You would have to kill me to stop me from yeah. getting in there to save my kid. Like, yeah, there would you have to kill me. Kill and, me and then kill my reincarnation is <laughs> coming right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, because I'm 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 going in there to save my kids. You're not you no. taser me, shoot me, whatever you got to do. But I'm well, going in. The there. thing is, they went in and got their kids out first, and then didn't allow the parents to get their kids. God, maybe man, how are you going to forgive that man? I mean, maybe how are you just going to overlook this? Not only that, but when you when you swear an oath to protect and serve, and you do neither, what the hell is your oath good for? What's Damn, the point? It's written on the side of every one of your state-sponsored vehicles. It says protect and serve. When you do neither on your on your state enforcement mobile, it's written on there, and you deliver neither of those services. Look, man, if I'm a terminator, or sorry, an exterminator, terminator, if I'm an exterminator, and it says that I kill bugs and I kill rats and all that, right? I come to your house and I get none of it done. You're not going to use me again. I'm no good, right? right? And you're not going to pay me, right? You know. Right. I mean, and the thing is, like, they're going through their SWAT team's uh, Facebook page, and they're going through their department's Facebook page, and they're ripping these guys up 
and have you, online. Have you seen where like, they had that they, whole? Uh, they had this grant thing that they applied for a grant back in 2018, 2019 to get all of their officers level four body armor to protect them from high uh, high caliber rifle rounds. Yeah, they're militarizing the police. Oh, not yeah. anymore. They're not. No, that's wait. done. They Biden okay, signed an executive order. Biden signed an executive order stopping them from getting armored personnel care or armored vehicles in general, them. but at a at a federal level. But see, he's incentivizing uh, state and local police departments to stop buying military gear for the police officers. Now, now, which now, I, I will say, say I want to say it. Go ahead, go ahead, real quick. So when I when I the, the officer who pulled me over, right? Yeah, like he's got all of this heavy gear on him, right? He's got this, he's got the black flag with the white stars and the blue line behind it, right? Mm. This is on his shit, right? What? Gang symbol. That's all so it is. I asked him. I asked him, I said, what nation is that? Okay. It's a thin blue line flag. You gotta man. understand that, right? Because right. I got I got flag, I have my, my national flags in my car. Of course. I usually wear a pin too. So I understand when you're wearing your flag, I understand what's being presented. So I hear, here you have this so-called blue, I don't even know what the fuck they call it. The, the, the blue line. thin blue line. All right, so you've got this, this so-called flag, it's a banner, not even a flag. So, so I'm like, you know, well, what bloodline is that? What nation of people is that? It's a, you know? The blue one. point out. Somewhere right, but then the, this, the point is, there is none. Right? No, there isn't. Uh, it's, you know it's, I mean? it's a desecration. Of, it's a desecration of the United States flag. That's as all it is. That's actually without a doubt. Let me get into something else. Let me get into something else. They will go. They go by a code of silence known as the blue, the blue curtain of silence, the blue yeah. wall of silence, blue or wall, whatever. Yeah. yeah, they will not like uh, rat each other out. You know, but at the same time, they will punish you for not ratting out your next door neighbor. Yep. You know, well, other, branches, other branches of organized crime call that omerta. Uh, it exactly, man. They take yeah. it. It's an oath of silence. Yep. Yeah. And and I mean, when I was in the military, I didn't rat out my fellow E fours and the sure. E four mafia, man. Sure. I didn't rat out my fellow soldiers. Sure. Right. Sure. You know, in the group. You know, just, I mean, so just. That that's but I didn't, go out and I didn't punish other people for not snitching on that's, what their next door neighbor was doing, you know? Like if that's a sign of allegiance, and allegiance isn't bad or good, you right, know. Yep, right. It's all it's all upon the wilder. I can understand, you know, I'm not gonna tell on my that, you know, my, my fellow man. You know, we're we're together out here. Right. Stitches get yeah, stitches. Right. Like you know, stitches yeah. Get but yeah. It's, me personally, because my moral compass is, is, is straight up and down like six o'clock, right? Right. Um, I may not oust someone publicly, right? If you're a part of my group, I'm, right. I, I'm not. We're going when we get back. When we get back, and it's just us, you are going to be admonished. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what they are lacking. Sure. The fact that even Never though y'all are out here and you're not saying anything about what's happening, when it's all said and done, you're not even attempting to correct the, look the at, issue. Well, look look at the officers that do. Like, look at look at the officers that do actually step up and they're like, "Hey, 
they're this gone. Guy, this guy did something completely unjust, unhumane, and you know they they shouldn't be an officer or whatever. And they they're the one who gets punished. Job gone. Fired. gone. Like they suffer the, worse consequences than the people who actually perpetrate these violations of human rights. Go, go ahead, Ben. Al see Pacino. It. What was the old Al Pacino cop movie he did? That proved just that. Um, so it's gonna. Somebody's gonna have oh, to look it up for all me. Right, I'm looking. While you're Where um, it was. Uh, look it up for me, so I, I don't want to. What Pacino it was about was he played a young officer that snitched on his fellow officers. Mm. And I do believe it's based on and based on actual is it, events. Is it was it was it seventy? Oh wow, these, there's a lot going on. And they attempted the police department. Some of his fellow officers attempted to kill him. Is it Sir, Is it Serpico? Serpico. Serpico. That's Serpico. it. That's I don't remember. Watch that. Yep. Um, and some of his fellow officers attempted to kill him over that. Um, wow. Look at the old Dirty Harry movie, Magnum Force about the uh, San Francisco hit squad. That was the one of the the motorcycle squads in the police department. I, I totally, totally fictional, but still, I mean, um, but, no, I mean, come on, let's let's be real. We sit here and say it's fictional, but like I, I believe, you know, that these are based on somebody got the story from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Sure, it gets Hollywooded up. It's riddled with that stuff, man. But sure, it gets Hollywooded up. Don't get me wrong, but like, yeah. like they somebody gets that story from from somewhere. So like, you know that that. <laughs> There, and I really do see stories of cops, you know, outing somebody and then getting drug. Like there's, there's one I've tried to talk to on a couple occasions and I, you know, he's kind of so, so, but there's one that I've, there's, there's a guy in my messages actually that he refuses to come on. <laughs> he doesn't want his face. So, you know, I'm not going to say his name and I'm not going to say the municipality that he worked for, but he was a part of an ordeal where, you know, two officers practically beat a person to death. And, and these two officers got awarded for stopping a you know stopping a drug dealing criminal off the streets or whatever and and like there there was no need for the level that it went to and he tried to stop them during the act and then he went to his supervisors after the act and and they all just kind of cold shouldered him and when he kept bringing it up and tried to go over their head um, and actually did get the GBI involved, the, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation, because we're down here in Georgia. I will say it happened here. Um, he, he lost his job and he lost his ability to be able to be an officer anywhere else here in the state of Georgia because he was ousting this, you know, inhumane acts and stuff like this. And the department persecuted him to the point that he's so hidden because if he even truly, he, he, he's basically made it known to me that if he was to come on and talk about this story and they knew who he was, like they're going to come after him, not probably not only through, you know, color of law and sue the crap out of him, but they're also going to like, or attempt to sue the crap out of him, but they're also, you know, he fears for his life. And I don't, I don't blame him because you have people running around in this gang because it's a gang. Like you, you're asking, you know, what nation are they are? And I think they're their own made up nation of a gang. Like just what else wears a fancy costume where they all kind of dress the same and they all do the same kind of thing and have these initiations and yada, yada, yada. It, it sounds like a gang to me and walks like a duck, talks like a duck, quack, quack. Like, they're all out here backing one another and backing each other's backs <laughs> and kill, you know, 
I, I don't like to get into the who was innocent, who was not, yada, yada, like that. At the end of the day, it's still not the cop's job. You are not judge, jury, and executioner. This isn't judge dread. You're not the one who gets to dish out if this person did something wrong or not. There's, there's, um, what is it? There's, there's things set up for that. Like there's, there's judges and lawyers and juries and blah, blah, blah for handling that kind of law type of situation. You're not supposed to just murder my brother or sister on the side of the road or even children. There's been instances, and I know we've probably heard of them, where cops just shoot children. I'm talking 10 and 12 year old children because they were playing with a BB gun and the cop didn't know it was not a real gun. Fuck you, dude. You just shot a kid. Like, Bandit, as somebody who's been to the Middle East, like, you you guys tend to, when you were in the military, you guys would try to apprehend as much as possible, correct? Nah. Because <laughs> no. I've heard mixed stories. I've heard some it's, military police tell me. That that's just that military police. Um, I've heard situations no, it's, that were good you, and bad. Like, you're held to a different set of rules, man. You have rules of engagement yes. that you have to follow. You have to have positive identification of a weapon. You have to be fired upon first to engage the enemy. You can't, you can't, even in the military in a war zone, you can't shoot a dude in the back because he was holding his wallet in the air. Rules of engagement. You know? And you can't shoot a guy like the, the welfare check in Texas that went wrong. You can't shoot a guy through his door or his window because you thought he was holding a gun and he was holding a PlayStation controller. Mm. And you, you can't do that, man. Mm. I mean, all of these things where I feared for my life, no, nah, that, that doesn't apply. Then why are you a cop? If you feared for your life, why are you a cop? Right, you're going to be putting yourself in dangerous situations. Uh, you, 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 you got a way full of mass destruction and you're scared. Right. right. You, you, you sit up here and sign up for, you know, you, you're like, I want to sign up to do this. And then all of a sudden, blue lives lives don't exist. That's why blue lives don't exist. And you want to give that whole speech of they have such a dangerous job. They're not even in the top 10. Doubt they're in the top 20. I think yep. I'm going to make that shirt. Yep. To, to, right. to piggyback off of what Jimmy was saying and uh, what, what Brother David Sell was saying as well. Uh, it is, it is, and Ben as well. It's, it's a gang, man. Um, there's a police officer that I know, or former police officer, who uh, was present and working for the Rodney King riots. Right? They were, they were borrowing from different departments all around the Los Angeles area, and uh, this officer worked for a neighboring department. And basically, they brought this officer to that location. They were borrowing them and they stationed them at wherever it was. I can't remember. This story was told to me a while back. And this officer went on to say that they, they gathered them all. They did like a, a pre-shift kind of meeting sort of deal. And they said, you're going to be stationed here. You're going to be stationed here. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's going to their post. And if there is a shooting, if you shoot somebody, get onto this radio channel and call for so-and-so. And when you contact so-and-so, they are the investigator who investigates whether or not it was what's called a clean shoot, right? And that means it's justified in the eyes of the law. And essentially, a young officer spoke up and said, well, what if it wasn't a clean shoot? And they all looked at him 
And the guy who was dishing out the details basically looks at him and says, get on that channel, contact so-and-so, and it will be labeled a clean shoot. Mm. Now, there's a difference between, you know, you, you see all these memes about roof Koreans and whatnot, right? All these business owners that get up on the roofs of their businesses and just want to protect their business. They don't care about what your gripe is. They just want to protect their livelihood, right? And they're going to, they're gonna, you know, be that barrier between their own livelihood and whoever wants to come and disrupt that. That's fine. They're private citizens minding their own business, trying to keep their business safe. To say that you need to get on a radio channel so that you are clean in the eyes of the law, you are the law saying you're good. It's the law. You know, if, it, if they excuse themselves, that's a gang. That's a gang. And, and they play by their own rules. And we are going to be forced to. We, by have, by. we have domestic terrorists masquerading under colorable law status, doing business as police department you are not lying like i i think that the police department is the biggest domestic terrorist group so in the country the police department come you know i don't know if y'all spoke about this but it comes out of the gangs of new york sure okay so this is their found the solid foundation of the police department was the so-called slave catcher the overseer becomes officer you know and then everybody you know, all the uh, the settlers and whatnot come in. Now we got to gang up so that we can say these per, you know, these people can do this and not, and not do this, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So their whole basis, their whole allegiance was to come together in order to, uh, I'll say, dehumanize, you know, other people. Fuck it, we... I used I used to gang bang. I, I I still find myself, you know, f twisting my fingers and you know stuff. So I'm aware we had order structure. Sure. You know, we had a packet. You know, a a, a, a a chain of command. You know, we had codes that we lived by. So I'm like well aware, and I know that it, it because it's the same foundation. I was about to say whether so it's a gang, a nation, uh, a company, corporation. Any type of organized body. So you know, I mean, I guess, they're I, organizing to hurt us. That's all. I guess, I guess you know, you, you, you having experience in a gang, you can look at the police force and you see the same. I see the same, the same shit. Yeah. I, see, I see a lot. The only thing that I don't see, um, coming from personal experience. Sure. When you're gang banging out in the world, right? And let's say, let's say, you and I, all, let's say all, you know, two of us are in one gang and the other two of y'all are in another gang. All right, cool. So one of y'all may have imposed upon us, right? So now we're going to go, we're going to leave our set, we're going to leave our jerk, whatever, and we're going to hunt you down, right? Now in hunting you down, we're going to bypass the geek, we're going to bypass the nerd, bypass the lawyer, right? We're going to even bypass the police. I'm in search of someone who looks like me, walks like me, talks like me, acts like me. I'm looking for myself. That's the only difference that I see. You know, I don't see police looking for other police. True. Right? Like they but all back each other. That, that is the exception and the extent 
You know what I mean? To which uh, that's the only thing I don't. Everything else, man, y'all don't. Y'all got flag. We have flags. Y'all got signs, symbols, code words. You know, they, hand they gestures. Do. They do. They really do. You know, all of that shit. Y'all got your own. Y'all got your own. You know, your own set. Your department. So you got so your OG, your chief of police. Me, that actually made me think of something. Like you know, um, I guess something that I, I guess it's a little off subject, but like your uh, when they try to find grounds to get in your car and they claim that the dog hit. Haven't you know? It's it's statistically proven that eighty percent of the time those dogs are wrong. Like they're they're not hit, you know they're just reacting. They're trained on hand signals that you don't see. The officer gives so that that dog does its little signal or whatever. Like all it yeah, is. Yeah, that's is, why it's very important to have camera. All, 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 all it is is tricks and hand signals. Like this is, you know, I've seen how if you ever pay attention to when cops are doing something, how they communicate between each other, and you know, like you're saying, they have like their own code, their own hand signals and stuff oh, like that. True. That we're, you know, we're clueless oblivious to, to but, right. but again like you were saying it is a nationwide thing that i think that all cops regardless of what it is a cop's gonna back a cop just for the you know just i guess un, under the fear of lo- not only under the fear of losing their job because they're gonna get fired for outing them but like they're gonna you know all oh, that cop that cop was just in what he did even though he just killed that man on the side of the road that i, I don't know bought a loose cigarette like we could we could talk about shit like that because they will they'll you made mention earlier bandit about them on the wellness check that that thing in texas like that's that's a real thing people call on a wellness check and the cop kills you like it just happened in it just happened in phoenix um cops shot that uh old woman they shot that grandma during a wellness check, she was having a mental health crisis mm. and uh, the family called the cops and the cops showed up and killed her. Yeah. Like mm. what, there, there has never call the cops. <laughs> Honestly, never for any reason you call the cops, man, because nine times out man. of 10, they're going to show up and they're going to kill somebody. They're going to maim somebody period. That is it. That's right. it Not just that they're going to show up an hour late with their you know if it's a real emergency they're going to show up an hour late with their notepad and if they mm-hmm. don't kill your dog on the way in they're just going to write down some notes and then they're going to be like okay bye and just leave like that's why it's imperative it's important and it's imperative <clears throat> that people living together come together organize and institute their own you know peace officer sure i mean I, know, I, I, i'm big I'm about building your own community handle handle everything in house yes yeah it, so, you know? um, like serious the- minute, that brings me to another point too, like, um, protection of your home. I mean, during a home invasion, are you going to call the cops? No, you how don't many have times, time. How many, how many times have you, uh, read a story where they've called the cops during an, a home invasion? The cops have showed up and killed the homeowner by accident or by mm. accident, yeah. killed the homeowner. No, I'm not kidding. That that happens. No, it does. I've I've seen it. It does too, like in the news and stuff, where where they end up killing the homeowner and the burglar or whatever got away. And like, yeah, just like you're saying, no, you. I don't think if you have a home invasion, and I've I've been in the situation where I wasn't home, and I've been in the situation where I was home. The situation where I wasn't home pissed me off because I come home to things gone. The situation where I was home. <clears throat> 
Well, you know, it didn't. It, it it turned into them vanishing into the darkness because once you step out the door with some kind of defense of your own, mm-hmm. they tend to turn around because they didn't think yeah. that there was going to be something on the other side of that door. And and you know, what good is it to call the cops during a home invasion? They're not there to to get there and stop it. They're not stopping it if you're not there either. Like you, you they're not there. They're not there to prevent crime in the first place. You will do better if you right. If you get they're in, they're like there me. to like look I, for crime, not prevent it. We, they're there to make up a crime, or just uh, look for look for a crime that hasn't been committed. You know, that's the only thing. They're not us there to protect. Back here in this little community that we live in, Bandit, you're you know you're familiar with how you know where kind of where I live, yeah. and how I live. I, we've all talked about it, and I think all of us are like, no, we've got each, we've got our neighbors' backs. Well, there's no reason to even call the law down here into this back corner. Like I don't, I've I've seen the I've seen the cops. I think back here twice, and they weren't called on anybody. They were just kind of like. Uh, one of them knew a cop and the other one was dropping something off and like one of those signs or whatever. I think it was the sheriff trying to get votes, but like, uh, you know, other than that, we don't see the cops back here. We don't call the cops back here. We don't want the cops in our little close knit community because <laughs> is ours to protect our kids in this community, you know, our children and stuff in this community are ours to protect our animals and stuff like that. Our neighbor, my neighbor, in fact, today, like he walked over here th- this morning and, and he was like, hey, bud, I'm going out of town. I'm so, sort of blessed that I live in, even though I live in somewhat of an urban area, that we have a police department that basically just fucks off and leaves Good. us alone. You yeah. know, I, it really is. We're it's so it's sort of nice. We're so country you know, that we, unless you're out on the main road getting extorted, like they don't they don't come yeah. out this far. You know, I'm, I'm no. on the outskirts of town, like kind of close I'm to a, to a county I'm trying to get to the line. outskirts. I'm 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 like I'm oh, yeah. I'm really close to a county line. So like where I am, I see both counties officers, but like they're they're usually either talking to each other or swapping around and stuff like that. And I don't even I try to avoid going into town as much as possible personally. That's just me, but like like I was getting to mention my neighbor come over here and he was like, Hey, I'm it's Memorial Day weekend we're on the way to go do whatever. And I was just like, yeah, bro. And he was just like, you got the house. And I was like, don't worry, bro. Like anybody even comes down to this far at the end of the road that I didn't invite, I'll be right on top of it because that's my job as a neighbor, you know? And I feel that's something I think it's important to have is, you know, I know I, I understand your situation bandit, like, but I feel like if you have the opportunity, it's important to have, you know, good, good neighbors, good community, good, people that you can fall back on that live and, you know, as close to you as they do, whether or not we're close, like, you know, we got land out here, we're kind of separated, but everybody else is looking out for everybody else. You're not going to come down this road without all of us knowing about it. Cause it's a dead end road. You ain't got no business back here. If you ain't a part of this community. And, well, that's and no doubt, it, man. No doubt. No. I'm trying to get out of this area and get, get way out into the country sit man look at detroit like city cops or something else man. like look at i mean look at chicago look at new york look at la look at all the major metropolitan areas man cops are that that that's nasty it's disgusting and i mean because it's, it's getting, like i mean in phoenix too phoenix seems to be pretty notorious with the uh shooting of unarmed people it's and it's start it's starting to infect you know 
even some of the small municipalities too, because they're starting to get this federal, because they, you know, let, let's be honest, they get federal kickbacks for the amount of tickets they write. They get federal kickbacks for the amount of people they jail. They get federal kickbacks for this, that, and the other. Look at how often they get brand new cars, brand new equipment, brand new this, that, and the uh, other. That's and a lot of just, that is civil asset. <clears throat> that too, that too, because they yeah. just take, people's stuff and i'm sorry if i go next door and tell my neighbor that his car is mine now you know i'm, I'm going to jail i'm like i'm either going to jail or i'm getting shot and yeah. you've got so, you've got officers all over the place that are doing things like you you know you were talking about there brother davis l about how uh you know they they just took your car that's your private piece of property and stuff like that and it's just like they're they're literally still there's been instances where they take people's stuff and then i've seen the sticker on the car it says this this vehicle came from uh you know a drug bust and is now our you know our police unit chase car and it's like a mustang that's been you know souped up souped up by someone else right. that isn't even in jail anymore because they just got to keep it because it was part of a bust and it's just like that's that's robbery, bro. Like you can't. Uh, how are you get away with flat out blatant robbery? And civil civil asset for, forfeiture is ridiculous. in my suit. It's, in one of these suits that I have that I'm placing against some of these police officers. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm letting it be known that on top of your on top of the officer, you know, stealing my car and then you know, calling someone else to receive that stolen property. He took my private plate too. Like he took my property. When I wanted to go get my car out the pound, deuce, or when he dropped my car, took my car here, I'm like, yo, where's my plate? Oh, the police took that. All right. You know, they're taking everything and it's a joke to them, which makes things even more eerie because to to a lot of these officers, officers, this shit is a game. You know, sure. they're doing, when they're shooting people out, these are rituals. I'll just speak on this briefly. Sure. These are rituals are being undertaken when you're seeing, you know, people just being shot at random, no reason, no, no cause. Like these are executions. These are not murders. These are not, it's not police brutality. It, you got to call it. What the <clears throat> fuck it is? They are executing people. I, I was about to like, say, yeah, I, I feel like the thing in Texas, and you know, uh, and and they're probably going to Alex Jones me and sue me to death for saying it, but I don't care. There's there's too many there's too many things that don't add up. As doing our own research, we've seen that I employ people to dig into, but there's too many things that don't add up. As far as like the police standing down and some of the things going on with the with the young fella and stuff like that, that make it very, I will, I will 100% say it's it like the ritual type thing you're saying like this is, you know, not not just that, but also planned agenda like you just set off a poor kid that lived with his grandmother has a rifle that I could only dream of owning a truck that I could only dream of owning and shows up to a place and you know after killing his grandmother shows up to a place and is allowed to murder all these children for this you know for this x amount of time and you can't tell me that there's not some kind of ritual or agenda or you know program in play for those things to be done not not just for the media but for you know 
to to entice fear so that things can be you know put in place you know i always feel there's a definite underlying agenda for something like that and some people will call it gun control stuff like that but i mean if anything those officers standing down should be even more the reason that people are running out right now and packing themselves because you need to find a way to protect yourself. There's not going to be a cop show up and protect you. I've never seen a cop show up and protect anybody in my my 36 years of life. I have not one time seen a cop show up somewhere and make the situation better. Right. And I, I I mean, have you guys, can I ask that? Like, yes, yes, I have. Um, let me hear it. Like I, like I told you guys earlier, uh, this, this is one specific instance, might I add. Um, I am a survivor of a mass shooting. Okay. And uh, it, was, it was a fucked up situation, obviously. Um, and this cop who was in the area for whatever reason, um, they dispatched him to the location that I was at because some, some people that were inside that location uh, called the police. And this police officer, without any regard for his own safety, came in there and started, you know, uh, attempting to uh, subdue the shooter with whatever means necessary and ultimately lost his life in the process. But that mm-hmm. man sounds like a hero to me. But that doesn't that man is the officers we're speaking of. That you know man is unequivocally a hero, and I'm grateful for his actions that night. But I would also like to note that this man is the outlier. This man is not the standard. I, you know, you can't look at, an, at a police department objectively and say, hey, everybody in this squad is going to lay their life down for people they don't know for the betterment of society and for the future of all those people. I, I mean, Joe, yeah, I've, I've got to say, because you, you actually just gave me a story there to make me, in, in a sense, put my foot in my mouth, but it's the only story. I can honestly say, because that's a, that's a hero. To me right there, that's a hero. That man, that man put all regard to safety aside and said, mm. I'm going to save someone today. Yes, and, that man was a hero. And you, I don't see officers like that. I mean, it, it, I, not, I implore someone it's very to... Unpopular. You know, and even... And, and I'll even say this about teachers, too, and I hate to be... I hate to try to drag anybody else, but if, if your child still is in public school after everything that's been happening the past couple of years, I want you to ask your... Ask your kid's teacher or ask your children's teacher, would they do what they needed to do to save your child's life? And I'm right. almost willing to bet that the answer that you're going to get is not the answer you're looking for. And I think that's something we also need to remember. Like, look at the rest of the world. You don't see these school shootings and some stuff happen. And like, I, I like to point out since Columbine happened 20 odd years ago or whatever, and the and the growth of the gun-free school zone how many more of these has happened i think this i think the solution is strap your teachers up like in and for repeal for, the federal gun-free school zones yeah repeal every one of them because repeal i mean you know it. sure i mean I'm, I'm i'm somebody that says abolish public school period but okay fine Whoa. whatever we can't we can't we can't get that done but if you can't get that done with me then i say every teacher principal janitor staff member in that school needs to be strapped up because if this they is all a, are you're not going to have somebody come running see, into the school to shoot it down that might this cause is, an uncomfortable that might cause a hazardous you know environment I, as well I mean, not saying that the individuals themselves 
you know, aren't, uh, uh, you know, desirable or in good sure. good standing. But just imagine where the whole school, you know, the staff is carrying and you have that one group of individuals that want to wild out for the night. And I mean, now, I they're mean, you know, they're coming to the to the teacher to grab the gun. I, I under I understand. I definitely understand that. But I am also a person that believes that an armed society is a polite society. That is oh, exactly the truth. But and, see, and, hey, and one thing, this is a nation built on evil, violence, and greed. Yes. The yeah, U I mean, United States is built on evil, violence, and greed. It, pro it, it projects evil, violence, and greed throughout the, throughout the world. And then the politicians pretend that it, they're not evil, violent, and greedy. And then people are wondering, huh, why does this country breed so many evil and violent people you know it, you're, it just you're, it makes you wonder the similitude is like the preacher who tells his converts it was the devil and he points at the devil and the people look at the devil sure so that they don't realize that it's actually that motherfucker it's actually a preacher yeah you know oh, and, society we're living in, man. And, and also you're never going to have peace on stolen land in the first place right Right. right. I mean, you can't. I'm glad never, that you said that. Right. Never gonna have peace on you stolen land. You you can't. Uh, you're you're 100 right. You can't have peace on on stolen land. I you know yeah, you, you know that and that's yeah. that's definitely a whole subject for another day. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. That I love diving into, but like these 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 you know I'm glad to see more people waking up to it, and I think it's important that people bring this stuff to their attention. Of course, that's why I wanted to talk about this kind of stuff today here on the on the show because you know police. It's a hot topic. Police. It, it, it is really a hot. Is it is a hot, hot topic, topic and, right now. And and you know I'm I'm glad to have that little bit of a different opinion from Ox up there about how you know he did see that one hero and I even mentioned one that was you know like a, trying to be a hero and we see what happens to them and I think it is going to be up to the people as I always believe it is to come together and as you said number one form their own form of protection for themselves their own form of peace officer in your community if you will however you want to do it we're going to have to do our own thing to protect ourselves and our own thing to you know do something about this gang that that the elite have protecting them because this gang is going to continue to enforce their enforce the unjust laws of the united states empire that it is what it is i've heard i've heard the same thing from so many cops mouth oh if you don't like the law just vote on it well it doesn't mean you're going to change and do anything different when if we do because here i am my entire life all i've seen voting accomplish is less freedoms and you know a, a more militarized police force the police force from the 70s you know, used to bring my drunk uncle home and drop him off at the end of the night instead of locking him away and ruining his life. You know, they just, the, the local police municipality knew that he was, it was small and they knew he was the local drunk and they knew he was out there fighting and causing a scene. But instead of, instead of locking him up and, you know, making him on probation and ruining his life through the color of law, they would bring him home at the end of the night and, you know, tell my mom and my grandmother to be like, you know, get him under wraps. Like he was out there causing a ruckus again. And, 
and that was when they were being policy enforcers. They weren't out here trying to kill people and stuff on a day-to-day basis. And um, I- I'm going to get right to you. And Ox made mention of it or- earlier how he uh, – Ox made mention of it earlier how he well, – I'm trying to look for the words of how he put it, that the police after the Rodney King thing made a giant change. Like they're – the police that were prior to that day, especially in these small municipalities, are not the police that were here to you know today for sure. Like they the, the militarization and the advancing up. And I just I really implore people to take a second thought before picking up the phone and dialing nine one one. I don't want to hear that the cops showed up to your house and shot you because they were wrong, or the cops showed up to your house and shot your grandmother because they were wrong or killed your dog because they were wrong. Like I, we need to look for other solutions than picking up the phone and dialing 911. If the police aren't sitting like the fire department and waiting for a call, then I don't think they need to exist personally. Like I think like they're, they're a waste of not only taxpayers money because of the things that they have to get paid back when they are, you know, actually found wrong once in a blue moon but just a waste of taxpayer money in general why am i paying you to sit on the side of the road and extort me i don't want to be extorted for existing so and i like to go around here at the end of the thing brother davis you got anything you'd like to add in there i've seen you raising your hand. oh okay i see we're at the end i was actually telling you that i needed to go ahead and exit out um Absolutely, sir. with I all of that you for coming by i appreciate you all hope to see you all again Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Keep up the good fight, all of you. Peace and love. Yes, sir. And we'll talk to you soon then. So, so Ox, you got anything you'd like to add to before I close out for the day? I do have two takeaways specifically on this. One, it is a massive failure on our end as a society or members of a society, members of a society that we voluntarily participate in to not be a tighter knit community it is a complete and utter failure on our end. If we don't have the kind of community or don't actively attempt to build that kind of community around us, you should be close with your neighbors. You should be friendly with your neighbors and not only friendly, but neighborly. Really look out for their best interest. What's happening in their backyard is next door to yours. And then number two, teachers need to be armed. There need to be armed people on school campuses because like you said, we're not going to be able to abolish public schools. It just, sure. It's just not going to happen. It's too convenient. Too many people don't want to participate in that level of really putting in the work to give your kids what they need, right? And whatever. That's not neither here nor there. I'm just saying that if you are going to send your kids off to, to – sorry, go ahead. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm saying like I say not only armed teachers, but I say you should go back to teaching how to shoot in school. Yes, oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Schools should be a thing again. I'll put it like this, right? Now, I'm sure both of you guys have been in a fist fight in your day, right? Now, when you know you're going to go up against a dude who can really throw down, you're going to hesitate a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Some guy is not going to walk into a school going, every teacher in there is carrying a whatever standard issue weapon that they're all trained how to use. They're not, they're going to think twice. And that little bit of hesitation, because you guys have both been in a fist fight, right? That little bit of hesitation, if you get the drop on somebody because they hesitate, that makes all the difference. Look where all the mass shootings have, look where all the mass shootings have happened. Sure. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't want to say all, but look at where, look, look at the significant ones. 
look where these like shootings that have taken massive amounts of life. Mm-hmm. Look where they have the most gun violence. Yeah. Gun free zone. The strictest, the states with the strictest gun laws, you have the most gun violence. Which, mm-hmm. which you know, I, there, I guess to throw in there, you know what? I don't want to start. I don't want to start again on and get and get everybody going again. Oh no, I don't want to start again and get everybody going again. But to like, you know, I guess to add to that, you know, uh, talking about police and that, look at all those places with those strict gun laws. If you you know you hear oh the cops will never they're already enforcing gun laws there they'll kill you for gun laws that already exist in those places. You know, yeah. like that's that's why you have. I think that's why you have so much. You know, police gun violence because they will. They'll they're they're out there enforcing these gun laws that already exist, and and you know there it is. And that's know, Colin, why we cannot forget Duncan Lemp. We can't forget Duncan Lemp and so many others like him. Killed in his sleep. I mean, there's there's yep. definitely plenty of stories out there. If you need to get yourself fired up on why police are just a waste of taxpayer dollars and a waste of our you know everything. Like I think they're a joke. I won't hesitate to say it like they have failed society greatly. The ones out there that think they're doing well are still doing wrong in my, from my, my point of view, because they're not out here looking for actual criminals. How many untested rape kits do we have? How many murders do we have in even small towns that are going unsolved because police are too busy writing seatbelt tickets because that's more important. Or arresting people for a dime bag of marijuana. It's and, and, and so I think it's time that we, you know, we really think about what needs to be done about police. They need to be country. given a whistle and a stick. That's it. Take oh, away know, their tactical gear. Take away their radios. Uh, make them walk the beat. Take away their cars and give them a whistle, a stick, and a notebook. And let's go ahead and, and see and, and see how they see how fast they straighten up. And now, and this actually gives a solution. Listen, let's take let's let's disarm the police. And arm the teachers. We can yeah. take we can take all of that body gear that they need. Or I mean, look get, what just get, happened in West. Look what just happened in West Virginia right after a right after this thing in Texas. Look what happened in West Virginia. Uh, a lady with a concealed carry permit killed a shooter, a potential mass shooter that pulled out a a long rifle and started shooting into a graduation crowd. He didn't kill anybody. A lady with a concealed carry killed that dude when you had a full tactical squad collectively pissing themselves in the parking lot mm-hmm. hey priorities you know so so yeah no I, I really do i say i say we take you know, the each teacher needs to be issued that standard issue pistol and that standard issue uh plate that the officers have and you're right give them a stick and whistle stick and whistle and on foot but Walking see, around. the thing is, it's like to end. I'm not gonna go on. I'm not gonna go off on something else. Sure. People need to focus on why this is happening in the first place. Okay, I mean that's where the priority should be. We need to find out why this happened in the first place. So that's what I'll end on. I mean, it's not. It's not the gun's fault. It's you know? never the gun's fault. It is never the gun's fault. We need to find out why there is such a, a such an elevation, such an escalation in these in these shootings. You don't blame Milwaukee for driving a screw through your own hand. <laughs> no. I might at the time, you know. I mean, sure. 
I so, might at the time. But you know, of course, I know, guys. I, I hate to do this, but I actually got to cut out right yeah, now. Yeah, you guys. yeah, and I so do too. Thank you guys, everybody. I thank everybody for joining me this this afternoon, and it's been great. Of course, you guys check out our sponsor, Kirk Elliott PhD forward slash Jim Bob and PeachyCreekCreations.com. Make sure you check out our merch at unconstitutionalawakening.com. You can find the merch sticker there. And we'll talk to you guys next time on Unconstitutional Awakening. It's been fantastic. Uh...